welcome to episode 101 of the Binge Boys podcast. I'm your host, Logan Lewis, and um, those of you who listen normally, uh, this is going to be a little bit different. Uh, first of all, I'm solo dolo, both my co-hosts, for those of you who have listened before, Zach and Pearson, both have personal matters that they could not get away from tonight. Um, so I'm solo dolo for the first time in a while. Um, here we are, and uh, assuming everything goes right, uh, we have video. This is the first YouTube video that's published. Um, this is obviously being recorded on a service called StreamYard, not sponsored by them. Would love to work with them, but uh, here we are. Uh, check them out. Cool, uh, cool tool that um, allows people to stream and broadcast and do all that fun stuff. So here we are. Uh, this is my bedroom. We're all quarantining right now, as uh, the rest of the planet is, and we got a really good show today. Um, so with that being said, I'm just going to get right into it. Um, it's been a while since I've done a podcast by myself, uh, so uh, bear with me. Um, we're going to do the best we can. Um, so for those of you who don't know, this will be a good time to just address people who haven't listened before. We are a music, movies, television, pop culture uh, just news in general podcast um, on Spotify, Google, and Apple Podcasts. We usually don't talk politics. Lately, we've, I don't want to say we've dipped, but because of the coronavirus and all of the health concerns, we've, we've announced, you know, headlines that the White House will publish um, about like, you know, like what the president advises uh, in terms of, you know, how long we should be sheltering in place. Um, but we don't get, we don't talk politics or political debates or, you know, stuff like that. We don't, we don't really dive in. That's not our cup of tea. Um, but everything else we'll, we'll be covering today, pretty much every uh, aspect of what we talk about is what we are, uh, what I'm talking about today. So, uh, let's get right into it. Um, yeah. So every week we do a, uh, a top 10 list of some sorts. And this week I chose the top 10 list to be the top 10 favorite comedies um, that have released between the year uh, 2000 and 2010. Next year, I anticipate we'll do, or sorry, next week, we'll do um, 2011 through 2020. Uh, so I'm, I'm really excited about that. So this list is my opinion. Um, I don't believe all of these movies um, are the absolute best comedies ever, but I absolutely love every single one of them for their own ways. Um, and I also respect some of them. Some of them are on this list because I respect what they did for the comedy um, movie world. So uh, coming out at number 10, I've got Tropic Thunder. Tropic Thunder stars Robert Downey Jr., Ben Stiller, Jack Black, and way more. Um, I respect uh, this movie's laugh out loud hilarious. Man, if you haven't seen Tropic Thunder, stop what you're doing right now. Pause this podcast um, and go uh, go watch Tropic Thunder. Uh, the Tom Cruise scene alone is the reason you see this movie. Uh, plus, great performances by Robert Downey Jr. playing a dude, playing a dude disguised as another dude. Um, Jack Black and the rest of the gang. Um, I love Tropic Thunder. Uh, it's a it's a great comedy. Tropic Thunder released in. Uh, 2008, just for reference. 
Next up, we've got uh, coming in at number nine, uh, The Hangover. Again, another movie I respect because The Hangover really surged uh, a lot of really good comedies. Um, and it also kick-started a bunch of people's careers. Um, I don't know if it kick-started like Ed Helms or Zach Galifianakis, but it definitely put them on the map. Um, and of course, seeing a comedic side to Bradley Cooper was awesome as well. Um, he's in another movie that I have on this list, and we'll get to that when we get to that. Um, but yeah, uh, The Hangover. I remember when this movie came out, um, everybody was going wild over it uh, because of the nudity and obscenity in the movie. Um, and it spawned uh, a trilogy. Uh, second and or the second and third installments aren't as strong, uh, but they're still good laughs. Uh, a lot of fun stuff in this movie that released in 2009, that's The Hangover. Number eight, I've got Step Brothers. Step Brothers is one of the funniest movies I think ever made. Um, definitely in the top uh, top 10 comedies, in my opinion, ever. Um, Will Ferrell and John C. Riley absolutely just killing it with each other. It's a shame that they weren't able to replicate such a relationship in, uh, what's the one, Holmes and Watson that came out, I think last year or the year before that completely tanked at the box office. Uh, sucks, but um, hey, that's just how the cookie crumbles. Uh, Step Brothers, so quotable. The higher up things go on this list, the more quotable I think they are. Um, there's not much more that can be said about uh, Step Brothers. Uh, came out in 2008, um, for reference. Number seven, we got The Anchorman. Um, another great, you know, Will Ferrell, Paul Rudd, um, David Kirshner, I think is the name of the guy who plays, uh, forgot his name. Oh, well, uh, and Steve Carell, of course, um, Brick, I Love Lamp, another really quotable movie, Ron Burgundy, easily maybe in Will Ferrell's top three, uh, roles he's ever done. Um, I love Ron Burgundy, uh. Yeah, Anchorman 2, also a great follow-up, a great sequel. Might be on my next list. Uh, we'll have to see. I've really enjoyed the Anchorman uh, one. Uh, and that came out in 2004, so throw back to that one. Coming in at number six, we've got American Pie 2. American Pie, another one of the movies that I think is deserves to be in the top comedies of all time. Um, so quotable, so memeable, so talked about to this day. Uh, very rewatchable. Um, of course, nobody in the movie except for Tara Reid, I guess, or um, Eugene Eugene Levy, uh, you know, one of the stars of Schitt's Creek, uh, really had a career after that. I mean, they all had their respective careers. Sean William Scott did a few things, uh, but for the most part, the rest of the cast is just dead in the water, which is unfortunate because it's a really funny movie, really fun coming-of-age teenager comedy um that i think everybody should see at some point in their lives american pie um is one of my favorites of all time and the sequel that's on this list american pie one i think got released in 99 um or 97 i'm not sure but it just missed the cutoff of the list which is unfortunate um but american pie 2 released in 2001 and um, i love the american pie series uh so much except for those you know shitty spin-off movies but um but yeah so uh, that's American Pie 2, again, 2001, and that's number six. Number five, we've got Yes Man. Not a lot of people like this one. Jim Carrey, um, 
Jim Carrey has done a lot of weird stuff, um, but uh, but you know, this isn't the worst of one of his more recent uh, movies. Also, I apologize if I yawn. Um, it's not because I'm bored. I worked a long day today. Um, those of you who know that I work in an uh, industry that never dies. So, um, so yeah, that being said, if I yawn, it's just how it is. I'm giving, I'm giving it to you raw, for lack of a better term. No editing this bitch, okay? Okay. Um, yes, ma'am. Zoe Deschanel, Bradley Cooper. Uh, Bradley Cooper, lesser, lesser of a role, but Yes, ma'am. Premise is that he, Jim Carrey, plays a man who is so depressed. He's divorced. He has a he's stuck in a dead end job that ain't going anywhere. He has a horrible relationship with his family, his friends, um, and one day he attends a seminar and decides, "Here it comes. Here's the first yawn." <sighs> Perfect. Uh, he attends a seminar and decides, you know what? Instead of living this horrible life that I'm living, I'm just going to. Um, I'm going to start saying yes to everything and it takes them on a wild ride and it's a really enjoyable movie, kind of serious. Um, it has some serious, uh, lessons that it teaches. So, uh, I definitely check this out. It's one of my favorite Jim Carrey roles. Um, so check out Yes Man that released in 2008. Um, number four, we've got The Other Guys, um, which for some reason I think should be higher up, but that's okay. Um, the other guys, uh, again, another Will Ferrell movie. Mark Wahlberg uh, kind of showing that he can do comedies. Um, Mark Wahlberg and uh, Will Ferrell work very well together. I mean, I think this is the first of the Mark Wahlberg and Will Ferrell relationship for movies. Amazing movie. Rewatched it this past Thanksgiving with one of my buddies who hadn't seen it before. And uh, he absolutely loved it. I uh, was cracking up laughing. He quotes it to me uh, to this day still. Shouts to Turner. And, um, yeah, an, an absolute treat. Great movie. Um, uh, you need to – I said it about Tropic Thunder, but if you haven't seen the other guys, you need to drop what you're doing right now and go watch it. Um, classic. A modern classic, honestly, that came out in 2010, so right at the cutoff of this list. Um, but thankful that I could get it in here. Number three, uh, Grown Ups. I know. I know. Adam Sandler flicks uh, – but, oh my god, dude, this is going to be so annoying if I keep yawning. Um, but this is just how the cookie crumbles. I can't just stop work in the middle of the day to record a podcast. That, that's just not how it works. Um, yeah. Grown-ups. I love the cast in this movie. Uh, of course, all of Adam Sandler's, Sandler's friends. You know, Chris Rock, David Spade, Rob Schneider, Kevin James. Uh, the list goes on. Salma Hayek. Uh, all of all of the, the the cast in this movie is just stellar. The cast is what makes this movie. It almost seems like the cast has such a good chemistry with each other that Adam Sandler just set up cameras at a lake house for a weekend and just filmed everything. You know, it's um, it's a real good feel good, um, real good feel good uh, flick, uh, coming of age. Um, so I, I I highly recommend you watch this. I know it's not the best of Sandler's movies, but it's definitely worth the watch. Um, let's go number two, Dodgeball. Another instantly quotable movie. Um, shouts to Pearson. I'm pretty sure he just texted the group. Uh, never mind. 
we're all good. Shouts to my boss. <laughs> uh, so, yes. Um, God, I'm horrible at this, bro. Uh, dodgeball. Ben Stiller and Vince Vaughn. Uh, absolutely killing it. Justin Long is in this. Uh, as, as well as a cast of other people. Uh, this is another really, really quotable movie. Ben Stiller's character. Um, <sighs> God. Make this a drinking game. Every time I yawn, take a shot. I'm also doing all the talking when I'm used to having two other hosts with me. Uh, so, uh, shots to them. Um, Dodgeball came out in 2004. Yeah, 2004. If I didn't say, Grown Ups also came out in 2010, right at the cutoff. Uh, so, um, yeah, Dodgeball uh, we got in 2004. So, a little bit earlier, same year as Anchorman. And uh, and American Pie? No, uh, just same as Anchorman, just a throwback flick. Um, I love Dodgeball, man. I mean, again, this is, I wish I had the other two to bounce opinions off of, but Dodgeball is such a funny sports movie. One of the funniest sports movies, one of the best sports movies out there. If you haven't seen it, drop what you're doing and watch Dodgeball now. Um, and then the number one coming out, uh, topping my top 10 favorite lists of comedies, 2000 to 2010, is... The School of Rock with Jack Black and that cast of kids, man. This is an amazing movie. So quotable. Jack Black's best role, I think. Um, the music is so good. It feels so real. Like Jack Black genuinely loved doing the movie. And all the kids, you know, they're actually talented musician uh, musicians. So it works out uh, really well for them. I loved this movie, man. There's nothing more you can say. School of Rock is my favorite comedy that came out of the 20, uh, the 2000s, um, no doubt in my mind. Uh, so yeah, that's that's my top 10. Let's get into uh, let's get into some news stories. Let's 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 have some news stories here. So uh, a lot, not a lot. I mean, pretty much everything that I'm talking about here. Um, well, two things. Uh, are related to coronavirus. So if you don't like that, look in the timestamps of the description, so you don't have to. Uh, so you don't have to uh, watch this or listen to this. Um, so basically, the 2020 Summer Olympics were delayed. Uh, pretty much everyone knew this was going to happen uh, due to the coronavirus. My computer's dying fast. That's awesome. Uh, so the Olympics were delayed. That's your fast fact. But these quickies are meant to be a fast, uh, for those of you who don't know, a fast topic that I cover very quickly. And the 2021 Olympics dates were announced. Um, they are being held July 23rd through August 8th. Um, the organization has also uh, agreed on new dates for the Paralympic Games, uh, which will be celebrated from the 24th of August to the 5th of September. 2021. The 2021 Tour de France has already been rescheduled for July 2nd through July 25th, 2021. I'm sure this wasn't an easy decision, but they're just trying to protect uh, the lives and health and safety of both the athletes and the spectators for all of the events. So uh, there you go. The Olympics delayed. Next up, we get Wonder Woman 1984 uh, got delayed uh, pretty much like every other summer movie that we're supposed to get so the summer's about to be stupid as hell um we got wonder woman 1984 
uh, she's getting delayed. Um, and she gets a new release date. She gets a brand new poster too. The poster is very attractive, very popping um, in colors. Uh, the new release date for Wonder Woman 1984 is uh, August. Does it have a official date or does it just say August? 13th of August. There we go. August 13th, Wonder Woman 1984, public service announcement. There you go. Let's keep it on the superhero train here real quick. Henry Cavill and Jason Momoa are rumored for Spider-Man 3, working title, but probably the title, Home Run. So they're incorporating the Far From Home, Homecoming, Home Run uh, title for Spider-Man. So the rumor is, is that Spider-Man 3, uh, the villains will be Scorpion and Kraven the Hunter. Uh, it's claimed that Marvel wants Henry Cavill uh, or Jason Momoa to play the role of Craven, and the rumor is that Stranger Things actor Joe Keery, um, which is Steve Harrington, and Jane Lynch are also being looked at for roles. Um, Michael Mando, the guy who played the Scorpion Easter egg in Homecoming, uh, teased on Twitter the other day, uh, that he is the scorpion just by posting a picture of himself with the emoji of a scorpion. So uh, this is need to this just needs to be taken with a grain of salt. I would love if um, Jason Momoa would play Hunter or uh, Craven the Hunter because it's also been rumored that Henry Cavill would play the new Wolverine. Um, uh, playing the uh, the new Wolverine in the MCU. Um, alongside The Rock, who's also rumored to play a role in the MCU, um, leaving DC. Uh, we'll see, because Jason Momoa is an Aquaman in DC, so we'll see uh, if that happens at all. Um, She-Hulk is also rumored to be in the movie, um, because she might be Peter Parker's lawyer. Um, so, we will see. The movie still has the July 16th, 2021 release date. Um, we will see how that goes because everything's being filmed and being put on halt. So we will see how that goes. Um, but for right now, we got July 16th, 2021 for Spider-Man 3. Um, the Xbox has gone through some drama this week. The Xbox Series X graphics card source code has been stolen, and it is apparently being held for $100 million ransom. A story here from IGN. I'm sorry I'm not making eye contact with you, by the way, uh, this whole time. I'm also keeping an eye on my computer battery. Hopefully it, it doesn't die on me. That would be real awkward and real sucky because I'm not recording a backup like I thought I was going to do. Yes, I thought I was going to do it, but yes, I forgot because of course I forgot. Of course I forgot. So a hacker has reportedly stolen the Xbox Series X graphics source code and holding it ransom. Um, do you think Microsoft has a copy of that? There's no way Microsoft doesn't have a saved just-in-case copy of that, or else that would suck. Uh, so uh, apparently this was discovered because Microsoft was contacted by someone who claimed to have the test files related to a subset of our current and future graphics products. Um, yeah, so AMD has... Uh, 
is currently uh, uh, hunting down this hacker, and we will be, uh, I'm sure we will get some news. Oh, there's my computer battery up there. That's awesome. Uh, we will get some news on this soon because I'm very curious. Uh, in lighter news, the GameStop CEO says that there's no indication of a delay of the console because of this. It's just a uh, minor hiccup, um, or it could even be fake news. So uh, more on that developing story later. Uh, I think the final quick topic we got here for today is uh, some good news with John Krasinski. This just happened today, so many of you may not end today, meaning Monday the 30th of March when this was recorded. John Krasinski uh, has a Some Good News show that he's recording for YouTube, um, and it's inspiring people to share some uplifting stories in a time of need. Uh, we all need this. So this article is from NBC News. Uh, John Krasinski launched a YouTube show inspiring people to send uplifting true stories to uh, titled Some Good News. So blah, 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 blah. So he finally posted a YouTube video Sunday night, last night. Quote, for years now I've been wondering why is there not a news show dedicated entirely to just good news? John Krasinski uh, was dressed, by the way, as a news anchor in a suit and tie. And he said, quote, well, desperately seeking my fix somewhere else, I reached out to all of you this week on Twitter asking, begging for some good news, and boy, did you deliver. So among some of the stories that uh, John shared in the first episode of Some Good News uh, were people around the world celebrating the healthcare workers who are at the forefront uh, of the battle against the coronavirus. Shouts to all my family members in the medical field, Kelsey, uh, Jill and Jeanette, um, if I'm forgetting on the top of my head, I'm sorry. I think that's it. Yeah, I think that's it. Um, celebrating everybody who works in that industry. Uh, as well as a video of Dr. John Klein, a husband who sang to his wife through the window of her nursing home in Alabama because the facility is no longer allowing visitors. John also conducted his own interviews on the show, one of which was with Coco, a 15-year-old girl whose friends and neighbors through her, her a social distancing friendly party after she finished her final chemotherapy treatment on Tuesday. That's awesome. Um, you'll love that. You'll love this. This is the content that we need. Um, in honor of the 15th anniversary of The Office, Krasinski invited his former co-star Steve Carell that plays Michael Scott on the show, and the two share some of their favorite memories of the show, uh, which included dinner party and the fun run episodes. Uh, Krasinski acknowledged that some fans have been hoping for a reunion and he hopes the cast will be able to connect in person, quote, as people just to say hi after this whole coronavirus uh, pandemic ends. Um, people are continuing to send him loads of stories. So I am excited that this is going to be a thing that we're going to hopefully get weekly, I assume. Um, so more on that, some good news later. Okay, folks, now's the time where I go to the bathroom. <laughs> Just kidding. So uh, instead, we are going to get into some reviews, some content that we've consumed over the past week. First up, we've got Dave, episode five. Um, Dave, episode five, blew me, my co-hosts, my friends, family, and I think the whole world away. Um, 
Dave is, of course, the comedy made by Lil Dicky on FX. And uh, so far, it's been very lighthearted, very comedic, very inappropriate, whatever. Um, but in episode five, the description is read as follows. Dave has an opportunity to open for a big rapper, which is Meek Mill. Uh, but his nerves cause him to spiral into an identity crisis. Uh, and when Dave asks Gaeta to act as his hype man, Gaeta is forced to confront memories from his past and reveal his biggest secret to his friends. This was a very emotionally taxing episode. Um, Gaeta reveals that he is bipolar to Lil Dicky and the other uh, people in, the, in his circle. There's a lot of flashbacks from when Gaeta was a hype man for another rapper at one point in his career. Um, but they shat on him basically his whole life for being so hype up, hype up, hype up, hype up to the point where he had to finally get medication to where he get, went to the doctor and was diagnosed with bipolar disorder. Um, and there was a scene where Gaeta opens up and cries to the cast. Um, and apparently Gaeta suffers from bipolar uh, disorder in real life as well. So this was a very, very intense moment on screen. Um, and a lot of people I know got emotional. I got emotional, teared up a little bit, feeling bad for Gaeta. Um, yeah, it was a really good episode. I think I can speak for me and the other binge boys, um, or for the other two binge boys, that this was a really good episode. Um, if not, then we'll hear their thoughts next time they're on the podcast. Hopefully next week. Hopefully they are both uh, back to normal by then. Uh, so Dave, episode five, a slam dunk, in my opinion. Uh, five out of five for me, really, truly. Another movie here, I'll make sure I get my facts right. Um, I'll pull it up on the uh, on the Instagram. Uh, the Banker, Apple TV Plus uh, movie, The Banker, um, released, uh, I think, a week ago or maybe two weeks now. Um, oh, we didn't put our uh, review on the Instagram page yet, but I know we all gave it a four out of five stars. Um, the Banker is a movie, again, Apple TV+. Plus. It is two hours, just under two hours, I think. It was released March 20th. Uh, it's PG-13, and it stars Nicholas Holt, Samuel L. Jackson, Anthony Mackie, and more. The synopsis of The Banker reads as follows. In the 1960s, two African-American entrepreneurs hire a working-class white man to pretend to be the head of their business empire while they pose as a janitor and chauffeur. That's true. Very true. This is also based on a true story. Um, and, uh, man, this uh, this was a good movie. This was a really, really good, well-done movie. Um, a slam dunk for Apple, I think. Uh, yeah, this was this was a really good movie, man. So it, it just, every, 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 movie that we've watched recently, whether it's this or the um, recent documentary series or or uh, tw uh, 12 Years a Slave that we watched for our movie poster uh, quest that I'll get to in uh, next segment. Um, it just makes me so upset that we enslaved uh, African-Americans for so long, man. How the hell and treated so poorly. And even after they were um, uh, emancipated, they went through such hardships in living their everyday lives and conducting businesses and having jobs and providing for their families. Um, so it, it's really upsetting to see that. But uh, The Banker, very good movie. Um, perfect length. 
the only thing that doesn't give me a five out of five is that I think it abruptly ends and I would have liked to see more. Um, but the performances were all great. Samuel Jackson was awesome. Anthony Mackie really did well, really impressed me. Uh, Nicholas Holt uh, as well uh, really impressed me. Um, so really, uh, really good stuff there. Um, really well acted. Uh, the writing wasn't cheesy at all. It was, it was a damn good movie, and I recommend if you have Apple TV Plus um, to go watch it. It was a very good watch indeed. Um, so for the rest of the show, I need to pull up the documents because for some reason it is no longer on my screen. There it is. Boom. What else we got today? Ooh, we can go on the movie poster quest. Uh, we'll continue that journey. Last week we covered uh, 12 Years a Slave. Um, and this week we're going to cover two flicks. We're going to try to do two a week. Um, last year, or I keep saying last year, man. Last week we covered only one. This week we covered two. One of which is Amadeus and the other is Basic Instinct. I'll start with Amadeus. I hated this movie. I got through about 10 minutes. Couldn't. So I just powered through, man, this, this isn't my kind of movie. Um, the Crown, any movie that takes place in that time period, it just doesn't work for me. I couldn't watch it. I think the other two hosts could agree. It was boring as hell. I think this won several Oscars, including maybe even Best Picture. Um, three hours long. Uh, the dialogue was painfully horrible, in my opinion. Um, clearly, this won Best Picture, I think, so... Clearly somebody likes it, but um, I, I can't get behind this movie, man. This was just uh, this was just a scratch off for me. I, I just I just powered through it. Um, but however, something that made up for that is Basic Instinct. Um, Basic Instinct it stars uh, Michael Douglas, and Michael Douglas plays a detective. Um, and in this movie, he uh, basically is investigating the murder. Of, or a couple murders, all linked to be one person um, in the end, uh, or maybe not. Uh, it's The ending is kind of up for grabs here. You don't really get an explicit, uh, like, a, it's like The Dark Knight Rises. It ends and you're like, what left, the audience is left to decide whether the character lives or dies. I won't spoil it. However, this movie did come out at least 20 years ago, so if you wanted to see it, uh, you would have seen it by now. Uh, I gave this movie a 5 out of 5. I was thoroughly entertained from start to finish. The performances were great. Nothing was really cheesy to me. Um, the script was very well uh, written. Um, I, I enjoyed it. Uh, I, I, my parents, uh, as well as my boss and others, recommended and said that once I, when I told them that we were going to be watching Basic Instinct this week, they, they were like, "Oh my God, you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna really enjoy it." And um, I did. I really did. It's one of my uh, favorite movies from that time period now. So uh, that's that's really awesome. Um, that's the best thing about this movie poster quest is we're going through. I think Pearson and Zach also uh, enjoyed uh, the movie as well um, for the most part. So that's awesome. So uh, yeah, that's Basic Instinct and Amadeus. Um, if I look at the spreadsheet, which I don't have in front of me, unfortunately. Um, actually, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull it up. I'm going to pull up uh, the drive, the Google Drive, and talk about, well, let's see real quick what we got for next week. 
So next week, before the episode, we are going to watch, I think the next flick that we all haven't seen is City of Gold. Uh, okay, City of Gold. And is it that one, really? Sorry. City of Gold and Hachi, A Dog's Tale. So we will see. I know nothing about either of those movies, um, but I'm sure, I hope I hope I enjoyed them as much as I enjoyed uh, Killer Instinct, or Basic Instinct, sorry. Um, yeah, I loved, I loved those movies, and I can't wait to uh, dive into more next week. Um, all right, moving on. Uh, music. Got a bit of music this week. Um, a lot of singles, four singles, uh, and two albums. I wish I had the other two here with me, um, but that's okay. You'll see their reviews for these albums um, when I when they're posted on the Instagram at Binge Boys Podcast. By the way, so we got some singles. We got. Let me pull up my Apple Music. Yes, I'm an Apple Music listener. Uh, don't hate me. Uh, we got. Contact by Wiz Khalifa featuring Tyga. I enjoyed this song a lot. I really like uh, Wiz Khalifa and Tyga together. I think they're a good duo. I think their flows really build off of each other uh, and one another. Um, I don't know if this is necessarily something that's like a banger. Like, like if I'm thinking of like rap bangers, I'm thinking of like bad and bougie. Something that's going to get like a lot of attention for the next couple months. I think it's just going to be one of those singles that he has on his album that just slaps, and, that, and that's what this is. Um, so I enjoyed uh, Contact by Wiz Khalifa featuring Tyga. Uh, the next single is I Love My Country. Uh, it's by Florida Georgia Line. Um, and uh, I really loved this song. It talks about patriotism and supporting the people you love and the troops a little bit, and it, it really makes you want to Honestly, it sounds it sounds terribly cheesy, but it makes you want to crack open a beer and sit by the pool. It's a it's a summer jam. Um, it's uh, it's a good it's a song that we need right now. It's not deep. It's it's a party song, um, but it's 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 got that that patriotism in it, and I I love that. And uh, it was a good song. But everyone here that listens to this podcast by now knows that I'm a Florida Georgia Line stand for the most part. I pretty much enjoy everything they put out, except for that god awful Yummy remix. Don't listen to it. But if you haven't listened to it, go listen to it, um, just so you uh, just so you know what I'm talking about. Um, John Legend and Kane Brown put a, a a song out. Last time I say sorry, a little bit slower of a song. Uh, interesting collaboration, John Legend and uh, Kane Brown, uh, a pop artist or an R&B artist, uh, and a uh, and a country artist. Um, I didn't really care for it. John Legend is uh, very, very talented, and Kane Brown is talented as well. I just, oh, excuse me, I just, it, I just, it, it just didn't really click with me that much. Um, enjoyable, yes, but um, otherwise, uh, it, it, it's so-so. If you like either of the two artists, I would give it a listen, but otherwise, uh, you could probably just skip this one. Um, however, uh, I think the standout single of the week for me um, was Turks. Turks is by Nav and Gunna, and it features Travis Scott. This is a banger. This is a hit. I love this song. 
Um, it's in my favorites playlist as well as I Love My Country. Um, I added it to my heavy rotation. Uh, I think this song is going to get a lot of attention. I think it's going to play at parties. My jaw starting to hurt because I'm talking so much and so fast. Uh, this is a good song. Um, if you like Anab and Gunna, the, the way the song is structured is one artist just flows into the next. It, the chorus almost feels like it's non-existent because Nob starts out with the chorus, verse, Gunna, chorus, Travis, chorus. It just, it flows together so simply and they all like kind of mimic each other's flow and it just, it just slaps, man. It just straight goes. It's not an overdone uh, song. It's only about two and a half minutes. Um, I recommend listening to this uh, for real. This is a, a good song. Um, I at least think. I hope the others agree with me. Um, if it was my guess, I think that they also enjoyed the Florida Georgia Line and Wiz Khalifa song. Maybe kind of taking a back seat on the John Legend track. But um, but yeah, those are the singles for the week. However, uh, we got two albums, uh, both in the R&B slash hip hop genre. Uh, we got Party Mobile um, by Party Next Door, of course. So here we are. Uh, this album came with 16 songs on them. Um, I kept out of those 16, six. Um, I think I gave this a three out of a three out of five stars. I enjoyed the listen through. Um, there aren't songs in here that I'm gonna bang. However, I think the best song on the album is "Believe It" with Rihanna. This almost reminds me of "Selfish" with Future, where Rihanna is there. She's not in your face, but she's there, and she's there the perfect amount. And she compliments parties vocals so well that um yeah i absolutely love it man it's a that's a great song like that'll be in the favorites playlist as well um slower album you know party next door is more r&b and soul um but uh i i enjoyed it um it's a good listen through if you enjoy that kind of music i would i would listen to it i'm not saying that it's an absolute must listen and you should stop what you're doing and listen to it but um i i enjoy it uh i enjoyed my listen through um so yeah i would listen to party next door's new album party mobile a review also available on the uh on the instagram next album that i didn't see really coming um uh was joiner luke's lucas's adhd i think i gave this one a four out of five stars um this is a banger this album slaps bro um this album comes with uh, 18 songs, and I kept 14 of them. Uh, at the beginning, I wasn't so sure because, you know, Joyner or Lucas had that song, I'm Not Racist, a few years ago. If you haven't um, if you haven't listened to that, go and look at the YouTube video, the music video. Um, it's one of those songs that you need to watch the YouTube video. The music video, I'm sorry, the YouTube video. Shut up, Logan. Shut up, Logan. Um, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that's... Uh, that's the deal. Uh, it's a banger album, man. Joyner's flow is incredible. I think he's on Eminem's album, if I'm not mistaken. Hopefully, Pearson's nodding up and down his head right now as he's listening to this or watching this. I'm watching you, Pearson. Uh, and Zach. Yeah. And Jordan. Uh, every episode, uh, Jordan gets a shout-out, and there it is. Um, also, if you go through that door, Jordan will be there. So, haha, fun fact. Jordan Lucas uh, put out a, a fire album. Uh, it's top to bottom, 
um, it's a it's probably a standout of this year so far. Um, not like it's got much competition in terms of um, amazing albums, but this is a standout. Um, his flow is impeccable. Uh, the songs, each one of them, right right when I'm about to think that it's going to be just a meh track, boom, something happens, a bass drops, the flow kicks up, there's a feature. The features on this album aren't in your face either. There's a Chris Brown, Young Thug, Logic, and Timbaland. Logic's feature is a smash. Uh, Logic, underrated rapper, of course. Um, I know Pearson's a big Logic stan, uh, and so is Caleb. Shouts to Caleb. Uh, so yeah, I, I think I give it a four out of five. It, it slapped. It's a good album. Um, if you like hip hop, if you like Jordan Lucas, Lucas, Eminem, any of those kinds of guys, give this a listen. Uh, I don't think you'll be disappointed, to be honest. Um, and then to round this week's episode out, um, I'm going to do a little bit of a what am I watching update. Um, again, would have been nice to, uh, to have the guys with me here, but, um, but that's, uh, but that's the deal. Um, can't sometimes life gets in the way, uh, and that's totally cool. Um, so here we are. Uh, what am I watching in quarantine? So I'm watching the Amazing Stories show that uh, gets an episode posted weekly on Apple TV Plus. I um, Emily wants a screen grab, so uh, I'm taking a picture of myself on my phone. Um, this probably isn't what she wants, but this is what she's going to get. Wow, look at that. Look at that. Um, hey, look at us. I want wings so bad, bro. Random thought though, I want some chicken wings. Although I'm probably just gonna eat in tonight because I spent a lot of money over the weekend. What's that story? Right now. I was playing the new downloadable content uh, for Borderlands 3. Shouts to the Borderlands players if, they, uh, if they've played it. And I kept, I, I, I fought this boss at least 16, 17, maybe 20 times. I died every time. And I died uh, so much that I threw my Xbox controller, uh, destroying it. Uh, yeah. Um, so then I went to Best Buy, did a curbside pickup, because Best Buy, of course, isn't open. Um, bought a new controller, took it home, played the game a little bit more, uh, got beat by the boss again, threw the controller again, broke the controller again. Went back to Best Buy, bought the new controller, and I uh, have it right there. It's in the background. You can probably see it. Yeah, it's this, this fancy one. It's, it's pretty cool. I uh, really like the colors, the bright blue and the gray. They really complement each other real well. Plus, the Xbox buttons aren't colored. They're just uh, gray, which I like a lot. I'll probably jump on some Borderlands here in a minute. Uh, but um, for the most part, uh, yeah, destroyed all those controllers. So uh, that's that. Yeah, watching the Amazing Stories uh, anthology series uh, produced by Steven Spielberg on Apple TV+. Plus. I started Schitt's Creek. There you go, Emily. Uh, Megan, whoever else, Pearson. I know Pearson loves the show now, too. Um, I started the show. I enjoy it. I don't think it's a smash hit, but I enjoy it so far. I'm only like six or seven episodes into the first season, so we'll see uh, where we're going from there. Ozark Season 3 just got posted on Netflix on Friday. Um, I'm about to start that. Hopefully, maybe one episode tonight. I don't know, work's getting so uh, jumbled up and just in my face right now that I'm not really having enough time to do uh, some personal things, which is okay because, you know, that's your career. Work comes first. Um, I have a strong belief that when you're in school, 
school is the number one priority. Um, but once you graduate work, your career, your life, your future, that is the number one priority on, until you have a family with kids and a wife or whatever. Don't have that yet. So work is my number one priority. Um, and then number two being this podcast. Uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's what I'm watching unless I'm forgetting anything. Ozark, Schitt's Creek, um, amazing stories. Uh, I think that's it for now. Um, a pretty good, pretty good list. And of course the quarantine movies, um, we're still trying to develop a plan about what we want to do about like bloodshot, uh, and some of those other movies. I, we might skip those lesser movies, you know, like if they released Wonder Woman on Apple TV right now, then we would all watch it right now. Right. But, um, we're at a point where, um, but we, we just, you know, those movies aren't worth paying $20 to rent for one day, you know? Uh, so that's where we're at. And, um, I think if, unless I'm forgetting something, uh, here we are, like, that's it. Um, I know we're going to start doing a few things. Um, I'll use this last couple minutes to just update y'all on what's going on. Of course, again, first YouTube video. Um, uh, let me know how it goes. Comment below, um, you know, suggestions. I know we're going to get, I know we're going to try to put like banners and the logo is going to go in one of the corners. Um, we might try to do this YouTube stuff uh, more often, uh, even after the coronavirus. So um, we're, we're, we're experimenting. This is the first go around. This is a test. Um, if, if this doesn't work for some reason, then this audio is going to be pointless. Uh, but yeah, um, just a test. Uh, yeah, so if you haven't already, subscribe uh, to this YouTube channel. My vision is that eventually we'll be posting more than just the episode, maybe little clips of news stories. Uh, we'll see how about that. Um, I don't know if this is going to have any intro or outro music on it. Probably not, uh, just because this is the first go around. Um, the podcast will have intro and outro music, but uh, this will not. Um, yeah, I think that's that's it yeah subscribe to this youtube channel hit the little bell um down below um so you get notified when we post a new episode follow us on apple podcasts or subscribe to us on apple podcasts follow us on spotify and on google podcasts uh we're working to bring the podcast to uh, as many services and sources as possible um make sure that once you subscribe and hit that bell Put a like on this video. Share with your friends. You know, you know, we're all trapped inside. We need something to binge. You might want to binge the binge boys. There's a reason we're called the binge boys. Because we're easily bingeable and we binge a lot of shit. Whether it's movies, TV, music, video games, whatever the source may be. Um, when you are on Apple Podcasts, by the way, after you hit subscribe, just scroll down to the bottom and leave a rating. Leave a five-star review, preferably. Um... Tell us what we're doing wrong. Tell us what we're doing right. Uh, give me some feedback. Share this with a friend. I'm about to start. You know what? Yeah. I think tonight I'm going to contact Joe Exotic in prison. You know, Joe Exotic from the Tiger King documentary. Joe Exotic is going to personally hunt you down with some of his big cats if you do not recommend this podcast to a friend. I'm going to start calling out random ass people uh, each episode. I'm looking at you, Brian. Brian, Jamie, Brian, Jamie, and Andrew Wolves. 
whoops, I know you're watching this and I know you're listening to this. Share this with a friend. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Um, that's how this thing is going to get spread. That's how we're going to be able to um, do more cool stuff with our Instagram and our graphic design and our social medias uh, and this YouTube channel. This is a, this is a real thrill for me. I'm, I'm really happy that I found this service. Um, yeah, I think that's it. I'm rambling at this point. I'm just trying to think if there's anything else. Uh, stay safe out there. Hug your, well, maybe not hug them, but um, virtually hug uh, your loved ones. Uh, shouts to everybody um, that is on the streets right now working on the front lines, the medical um, teams, first responders, police officers, firefighters, people who don't have a choice to work from home. Uh, shouts to all those people. Shouts to the teachers for trying to make online learning a thing. Um, yeah, I think that's it. Without further ado, this has been episode 101 of the Binge Boys podcast. Bye. Bye. For real.